Yo, what's good, everybody? You already know what it is. Pays and Plays Podcast out here. Giving y'all that good Friday. It is Friday the 13th, too. So, you know, if you like that little that little mystery, spooky, weird shit, you know, I guess you can pick the day for that. Um, so, yeah, we're going to get right into it. We got NBA. We're going to focus on NBA, NFL on this episode. But I do have I will have college basketball plays, too. Um, been pretty solid. You know, if you follow the Instagram, by the way, pays and plays underscore podcast. I, I, I post miscellaneous picks here and there. Um, I posted Alabama money line. You could have had a plus 100 in some books. And I got pl- uh, eight plus eight pit plus eight and a half, even though they should have won against Duke outright. But that hook helped me. We won that one. Uh, I did do one yesterday. I did. Um, Washington money line against uh, Stanford. I did Seattle money line. I forgot who the fuck they play. They play some bum ass school. And then I picked San Francisco, but they lost to Portland. But it's okay. So you tell me four and one, in in college basketball so far, pretty solid. It's only gonna go up. This is my way of preparing for March Madness around this time, because obviously we got football kind of looming towards the end. But let's go to the NBA real quick though. Two quick plays. Two easy breakdowns. I think they're both going to be wins. CJ McCollum over 26 and a half points. They play the Pistons today. Pistons is my team. But when it comes to guards, Jaden Ivey, still a rookie. Still got some time to learn, but he's a fucking hack. Killian Hayes, a lot more better. I still have, you know, my reasons why we shouldn't draft him, but he's a hack as well. Against guards, McCollum's going to eat. They let, um, even though they blew out the Timberwolves a couple days ago, they let Anthony Edwards drop by 20-some points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Yeah. And I do think this game may be a little close, so I expect McCollum to be in the game towards that looming part of the fourth quarter. I I don't see it being a blowout towards really the end, because that's how the Pistons are sometimes with some teams. They don't get blown out until like the last three, four minutes of the game. At that point, they kind of give up. So that's how my mindset sees it. If I see McCollum, I see him actually maybe scoring 30 points. There's no Zion playing. There's no um, Brandon Ingram playing. So I think that's very possible. He's definitely going to be the top priority scorer for that team. And I think it's going to be easily scoring against this shit defense, unfortunately. Sorry, Pistons. I love y'all, though. And next game, just give me a Knicks money line against the Wizards. No Bradley Bill still for the Wizards. Um, R.J. Barry has been back, played pretty solid against the Pacers. Everybody's full and healthy. Um, I just see a good win for this team. The Knicks is starting to play some ball. Good good team ball chemistry. So, you know, let me go ahead and go with the Knicks to win that one. Now we're going to go on to the gridiron. Multiple different plays I have. So pick your poison. Can't say I didn't give you varieties. And, of course, I got the teaser for the week, too. All right. So we're going to go ahead and go to Jacksonville. Duval. <laughs> We're going to pick Travis Etienne over 75 and a half rushing yards. Should I explain more? Matter of fact, if you haven't already, go back to the last episode first, right, with the wild card. I even talk about this game while I'm going with Etienne over rushing props. Easily said and done if you've been listening. I think he has 90 to 100 yards, honestly, if you give it, give or take. I think he honestly does that easily. So I'm going to go ahead and take Travis Etienne over 75 and a half rushing yards. I'm not worried about that. 
five-star play. I'm telling y'all, this is a five-star play for me. Next game that I'm looking at, I'm looking at player props still. Buffalo Bills, Miami Dolphins. I got the Bills in a teaser, of which I will tell you, of course, towards the end of the segment. Um, but I'm going with Stephon Diggs. Anytime touchdown at minus 130. You know that's his main, you know that's Josh Allen's main go-to guy, man. He's Stephon Diggs is gonna show up with a touchdown against his Miami secondary. I like Javon Holland. That's probably the only player that I acknowledge for the Dolphins secondary because he's kind of done everything for him. But Stephon Diggs is still the guy. He's he's still the fucking guy for me. So minus one thirty in time touchdown. I'll take that. Yes, please. Uh, Another one now. Minnesota Vikings against the Giants. Now you can pick two people in this predicament, but it's all up to you. Saquon Barkley is minus 150 in-time touchdown, but I love Justin Jefferson in-time touchdown at plus 105. Yes, plus money. I love the plus money. He hasn't had a touchdown in a few weeks. It being playoffs, Giants play man-to-man, and the last time they played him, he literally had 12 catches, 100-some yards on a touchdown. I see at least one touchdown. I wouldn't be shocked if he gets two, so we're going to take that plus 105 for the in-time touchdown. Now, Ravens and Bengals, I don't have a play for that game individually. So that only means I'm going to go to the Monday night game. I got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus 120 to win. I'm going with the doggy. You giving me Tom Brady underdog in the playoffs? I, I mean, I, and, I, and I know I've, I, I've, there's times I've vouched for Brady in games when they should definitely have won. They lost. But this one here. And it's against the Cowgirls. They are the most overrated trash team, bro. You you let uh, I've said it in in, a, in the last episode. You let a fifth round Sam Howell first first game start drop twenty two on y'all. Y'all only had six points, and y'all had y'all fucking starters in the game, bro. I I, I think this is a disaster. I think Tom Brady at least wins this game. The two and a half, I mean, it's price right because, I mean, the Buccaneers don't lose no more really in close games. They either lose games by three or they win games by three. So I think that's pretty of a good number for plus two and a half for a home game. But like I said, you're giving me underdog value. I'm going to go ahead and take that value with Tom Brady. And, of course, before I dip out, we got the teaser for the week. Six points this time, though. All right, six points this time. So we're going to juice that plus two and a half from the Buccaneers. We're going to bring that up to plus eight and a half. We're going to drop that Cincy down to minus three. We're going to drop that Bills from minus 13 to, to seven. The Jaguars, two and a half up to plus eight and a half. And we're going to make the Niners. We're going to drop that down to minus three. Okay? You guys, like I said, be aware. Follow the Instagram pays and plays underscore podcast i will be posting the college basketball picks i've been kind of already watching at, at the looking at the car and who plays who tomorrow because there's a lot of games on saturday of course and the, the books don't use some books don't usually post these games until about 11 p.m midnight and then that's when i usually sit there and kind of look at the board and say all right do i like this spread or do i like this pick do i like this underdog pick because a lot of games so far like i want to say what was it tuesday no it was wednesday when i had alabama and Pitt. a lot of them conference games man it was a lot of close conference games and it was uh some underdogs pulled out and i would have thought damn maybe i should have went that route too but as always follow that You guys be safe out here. Let's have a great weekend out here, and let's get this money.